We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And did you see, Lindsay, that Jules tour bus bursts into flames, colon, how about this bullshit? But like, she wasn't on it. She wasn't on it. No one was on it. The reason we can laugh about this is because no one was on it. I told Lindsay, please do not click on any stories about Jules tour bus catching fire, bursting into flames. This is all based well, on a 15-second TikTok I saw the headline. I saw the headline, okay. like... Jules tour bus bursts into flames like what like during her off okay. day and I was like I don't okay. even understand okay. like okay. the okay. timing okay. of like does that mean like she was on the bus like was she on the no. bus when it okay. like was it was she on her let off me give day, you the like, details off the yeah like what <laughs> let me give you the details I just feel like and the then I should have been like Jules get... tour bus <laughs> but like burst into flames like like um dash no one was fine. on it right like all yeah. good like all clear just the bus, you know? Like it says, Jules tour bus bursts into flames, colon, quote, how about this bullshit? Because that's what she says at the end of the TikTok. That easily could be said by someone who's on fire. So we need <laughs> clarification in the headline. Well, You're right. So Yeah. Um, I mean, I just feel like it's like, you need to tell me whether their person's okay. Like, okay. It's, she's it's not... okay. <laughs> okay. The driver's okay. No one was on that bus. No one was there on it was the, the bus. bus's off day it was i don't know if it was their off day or the bus's <laughs> off day although that's probably one and the same the point the is bus give is you some off details. day is a way to put and it <laughs> yeah the bus was on break okay so no one was on the bus the bus was parked in a parking lot pretty empty although that's i think a detail you don't need but a bus that's not being used that's parked sitting there empty catches fire okay if you had to use one of Jewel's most popular songs, late era, later era, 0304 era, 
to create a lead for page six's story for Jules bus catching on fire, oh, what oh, would you oh, oh. use? <laughs> I'm your I'm your Venus, I'm your fire, like <laughs> no, I'm your bus. No, no, no. Oh. No? No? How about She did intuition. She did chic intuition using intuition. Oh, oh, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's intuition, but I'm just saying oh, you're that's, confused. I chose literally the wrong it's another song. razor song. <laughs> you you chose the wrong razor song. That's not even a jewel song. Okay. How about um how about um um if I could tell the world just one thing, it would be we weren't on the bus. <laughs> I think that's actually really good. Thank you. It's it's maybe better than what they use, but if you had to use Okay. I just have to give you a spoiler. Use okay. the song Standing Still. I cannot believe this lead. I just keep staring at it. And uh, standing still. Standings. All you need to know is the title. <laughs> oh, okay. She, she, she'll, she'll be standing still. Her bus is on fire. She's not no, on it. No. <laughs> She's not going anywhere. Jules' Wait. tour bus was just standing still when it burst into flames. Are you fucking kidding? They personified <laughs> the bus to be in the song? Standing, standing still. It's so funny that no matter how hard I try, I'll never be as good as one of these writers. Like, I personified her with the song, but, like, the boss, I didn't even think to. No, Lindsay, Leobitsky from Page Six is on another fucking level, okay? It's like the The intuition singer showed the aftermath of a frightening fire that recently engulfed her bus in a video posted to TikTok on Sunday. I went to the video on TikTok, and sure enough, yeah, there's this bus that's destroyed sure it's an electrical fire you know, I, know. Believe it. I know sure enough i know i know that it's an electrical fire because one of the hashtags is electrical fire and the caption is no one was hurt prayer hands and the top comment is the top comment is kaylee bollinger 52 writing the bus driver was my dad and jewel responded he's such a great guy the band loves him <laughs> um relatedly i was watching the um second of two different Woodstock 99 documentaries to come out this year which is insane that one the two came out and two I watched them both and Jewel is in this one she's not in the other one and this is related mm-hmm. to the bus she tells the story about how she went on she performed and then she was like the scene was bad we got on the bus and we got out of there <laughs> she like, wasn't even there really like I she performed and then she just got on the, she's like we got on the bus and we left and I was like wow that bus she again said, I can't do this that was Hands era, too. Bus. Yeah. She, she wasn't even in her she, 0304 era. She sang My Hands Are Small, I Know, to a crowd of 250,000 angry white men. <laughs> <laughs> and it went over poorly. The original breaking news that we had in this doc was something that I put in because it just tickled me. I was scrolling through Us Weekly on Sunday morning, and I saw the headline, Love Lives, Nicole Richie, colon, I'm proud and horny of Joel Madden's new hosting gig. And I've never seen anyone write, I'm horny of something. And I was like, they have to have taken this out of context, right? Well, they couldn't. Um, She said proud and horny just as a declarative, and she posted the news. And then Us Weekly, like, couldn't figure out how to write that properly because they're like, okay, she's proud of her and she's horny for him she's proud of him Mm -hmm. and horny for him 
right? It could so have been can... Nicole Richie on Joel Madden's new hosting gig, colon, Pro- quote, colon proud, proud and, and horny. horny. That's correct. Yes. That's correct. It I'm proud and that. horny of is, is just horny. incorrect. It's really I'm unpleasant. Horny, uh, horny of <laughs> Joel Madden's new gig is really funny. What is he hosting? Oh, Black Ink Crew. Yeah, Black Ink Crew. Okay. No, no, no. That's it's cool. um Ink. It's Ink Master, the other uh, tattoo. Oh, show. the other one. Ink Master. Sorry. Yeah, Black yes. Ink Crew is VH1. Ink Master is on Paramount Plus. Lindsay, get them straight. Okay. It would have to be I'm proud um, brackets of and horny brackets for <laughs> Joel. <laughs> like <laughs> for Joel. That Madden's would have been a beautiful hosting. headline. Have you done The Wire? I have not. So when I first met Joel, Joel's from Maryland. and when Is I, Joel your husband? Joel is my husband, yes. Because <laughs> Benji's the other one. Benji is the other okay. one, my non-husband. Yeah. And um, uh, I was 25 when I, when, I, when I met him, and he said, have you ever watched The Wire? And so I lied and said that I did so he would hang out with me. Right. So little did I know, he literally dropped me in like season three. He's like, oh, cool. Season three, episode four. And I was like, ah! And I just like pretended to know everything and it was horrible. And then I hated the show, but I decided to come back to it as an adult with fresh eyes. So we have a lot of stories this week uh, that I think are kind of funny and fun uh the first one being that nicola peltz and victoria beckham are in a quote cold war <laughs> according to the the new york post i mean well how a much do you know about the cold war. war how much do you know about the cold war the real one yeah and how much do you think applies i mean a, a decent amount like a very fundamental amount you know it Why? was cold because it was cold in the right. because it was, it was cold because like there wasn't actual any uh any any fighting yeah right okay got it it was cold that like, he wasn't on so but this is cold <laughs> but this is cold this is like, a cold war because icy. they're just not talking it's icy, it's icy. they're just not we're talking. icing each other out okay got it like it's not like uh like nicola's writing posts about how uh victoria's a bitch or vice versa they're just they're not, not in the speaking. cold war they're in a cold war they're in cold war yes uh-huh this is one of those things that feels very um it's one of the things this is one of those things that feels very like it's so easy to just write this and make this up because it's like we mm-hmm. love like a monster in law vibe you know but for this mm-hmm. specific scenario i believe it 100 percent. does that make sense <laughs> like normally i would be very skeptical i'd be like okay these are easy tabloid stuff to do like obviously make victoria the villain or you know make nicola the villain or whatever and like have them against each other like mommy's yeah mommy loves her son like we're mm-hmm. fighting over you know mommy's little boy but this <laughs> everything all the evidence points to this feels correct do, yeah because I mean, all the all the pieces are there. They, B- Brooklyn and Victoria and David and their entire family. Romeo, the other one, the other one. You know, they they all had a very close relationship, yeah. according to the internet the other and one, the, the other press. One. Right? They yeah. were very very close with each other. They all seem to really really love each other. Then in comes this woman who's not only beautiful, who's not only like stealing Brooklyn's richer. Heart, but is quite rich, like yeah, richer than the Beckhams, has richer. more influence and power than the Be- than the Beckhams, and moves him across the world. You know, like I mm-hmm. I believe the narrative of this. Like I don't know, I don't know that I would have come up with this on my own, but but simply because it's published in the post, I'm like, yep, that's exactly well, what's funny. happening. This is funny. They haven't spoken to him much in the past few months. That a source, he is an adult who told us that even it even went bad. 
that it even went over badly at Shebex when Brooklyn posted a cover of a British magazine, Tatler, that called Peltz the new Mrs. Beckham. Victoria apparently didn't like it that Peltz was called the Mrs. New Beckham. That's the most believable detail there. And I believe that because it is funny. Like, they're saying she's a new Mrs. Beckham. Mm-hmm. But it's the new Mrs. Beckham, as in we're replacing the old Mrs. Beckham with, um, you know, Nicola Peltz. The old Mrs. Beckham can't come to the phone right now because we're in a Cold War, you know? Because it's a Cold War. Do you think that this Instagram post that Nicola posted, Nicola Peltz Beckham posted two days ago, which was after the Page Six story was published, is in any way related to any of this? Not just the story being published, but... Her relationship, alleged relationship with Victoria. Because she posted a photo of her um, in the middle, looking quite sad in bed, maybe in the middle of crying or just after crying. And then like a close up of her sad red eyes. It's very, it's very hashtag who took this, but whatever. And I mean, her photographer husband took it, Lindsay. (laughs) I'm crying. Take a picture. These are better photos than he could ever take, though. Like they're better than that one of the elephant. These are (laughs) like in, in focus. Anyways, uh. I can't say whether it's related or not, but, you know, it's kind of this... It's convenient. Very close in timing. She wrote, Sometimes I find it hard to show the sad bits of me. Growing up with seven siblings and two very strong parents made me really tough. They hammered it into me not to let people bring me down or hurt my heart. It made me put up such a wall to protect myself, especially in this industry. We all have days where people make you feel bad and it's okay to be hurt by it. I just thought I would write something because I never showed the side of me here. I wanted to show the side of me. I love you all so much and truly appreciate all of your support. It means so much when you guys are on my page, kind on my page. And I want you to know I see you, I hear you, and it means a lot to me. It sounds reactionary, but, like, it could go either way. Also, this is just the sort of post that people post sometimes, you know, when they feel like their feed is a little too happy. Happy-go-lucky. I've seen this before. Yeah. I mean, also, like, the press is kind of, like, bullying her a little bit. So I think that Mm -hmm. even if it has nothing to do with, like, it could just have to do with the idea that the press is bullying her, not that, like, there actually is a Cold War happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and she's um, like, this industry, the vultures, the pops, the, you know, this and that. But I don't know. Uh, Brooklyn dutifully posted a photo of her and it was like, my best friend, my queen, I'm proud of you. You know, like he's doing he's doing the work. <laughs> and then like, a, you know, a day ago he made Ratatouille on, you know, for, for a reel. And Kelly Rowland commented, tried it. It's bomb FF. AF. And I'm Do like, <laughs> Kelly Rowland tried Brooklyn Beckham's Ratatouille. Like, what was the scenario? Where were they? What were they doing? How did this happen? Also, there's like. There's, like, not really a recipe there, you know? Like, it's just him making ratatouille really, really quickly. You don't follow no, this recipe. I mean, he I doesn't understand. give recipes. He just cooks on video. There's no recipe here. And so I'm just imagining Kelly Rowland watching this, slowing this down, and being like, tried it. She tried. She tried. He made it for her, is what I'm saying. Oh, I thought this meant that she cooked it herself. She was there? I didn't even think about Kelly Rowland being there. That's you know? why it's that you think I'd be that um like I wouldn't be shocked that she used his recipe. I'd be shocked if she sat at his table. I'm not sure if I'd be more shocked that she was there setting, sitting at his table or just made the recipe based on a TikTok or an Instagram reel. And his daddy even commented and was like, daddy loves ratatouille, you know, daddy doesn't know what's going on. 
Yeah, Daddy has no idea that there's a Cold War. Daddy's just like, I love Ratatouille. Yum, yum. <laughs> yeah. Miss I mean, you. David David Beckham has like literally 0% to do with any of this. Like, I would even not be- – I'd believe that he doesn't even like – you know, he's met uh, he's met Nicola like twice and been like, there she is, you know? <laughs> I was saying it was funny when Nicola said uh, – Sometimes this industry can be hard or some version of that. And I was like, wait, which industry are you in again? Are you in again? And I had to remember that she was an actor. You know, I was like, oh, right, you act. I forgot that. And so does her family. So. I quit a squish burger. A squish burger. It sounds so fun. <laughs> so this salt. Salt in an egg. Little pepper. Mm-hmm. Bit of pepper. I like it really salty and really peppery. Bit of rosemary. Yum. Garlic. Oh, you are you are right up the alley of so many people in this room. Bit of chili powder. <laughs> oh, and chili powder too. Fabulous. Yeah. Some chopped onions. Yeah. Awesome. And then you just really get, get in, in there. there. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to cook? Moving on. Addison Ray is in hot water, hot holy water. She's in holy water. Is that a better way to put this? She's in a minor bit of. Uh, well, trouble, her dad's in a major really. bit of trouble, but we're not going to talk about that. Did you see? We're not going to talk her, about that. Her I dad, see. like, is like texting a twenty-year-old mm-hmm. or whatever, and like she like dropped all the texts, and they're like so gross. Anyways, uh, yeah. this is funny because I would rather just cover this because it's funny. Exactly. I saw this headline on Perez Hilton. And just, I just had to laugh when I clicked because it's so. The headline is, Addison Rae deleted this bikini pic after outcry from religious fans. And I'm like, okay, so I bet it was just like a really sexy bikini. You know what I mean? Like, what mm-hmm. other, like, what what else would you expect? The fact that I clicked on this mm-hmm. says a lot about me. I'm like, what was so freaking, <laughs> what was the problem? But but I just thought I was going to see what like, What caused oh, such she, an outcry? Like, she, she wore like a thong bikini and people were like, too racy, too scandalous. But like. Anyway, so I click it thinking I'm seeing some kind of um, emrata, like enamorata, like bikini that's just like so mm-hmm. crazy. And <laughs> it's literally, <laughs> it's literally blasphemous. Like it's li- like you have to respect <laughs> that this bikini is literally father, son, holy ghost on your tit tit vagina. Like it is, it is in essence mm-hmm. blasphemous. Yes, she's wearing a bikini from a l- brand called Praying. Father one boob, son boob. And your your uh, vagina is holy the ghost, holy, holy ghost. spirit, holy spirit, of, as always, wow. of course, yeah. Wow. wow. So I just I love so in the that. photo and she's wearing it. Yeah, she's wearing it in the photo. She deleted it. That photo still exists, but she did delete it. And this bikini you can buy for a hundred dollars, uh, which I really liked. It's an accessible. I mean, it's ugly, but it is accessible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very viral bikini. I saw it elsewhere very online before viral. I saw it on Addison Ray. You know, it's this this very brand viral. praying, which became. Very trendy during the pandemic, making kind of nostalgia forward, mass produced items designed for people to tweet about, essentially. And now they're um, partnering with Adidas Adidas for a line of stuff. I think specifically shoes. Wow. Yeah, they're really ugly shoes, but they're Adidas shoes that have like. And um, this brand, this brand is like. Everything looks shitty and bad, but it's all like mm-hmm. um, aughts nostalgia in a way that is would be the most if like anyone our age saw this, they would like lose their shit. Like it's very funny. It's very shitty on purpose. You can tell. And the one um, I was trying to remember, I'm so glad. I don't know if you t- you were Timmy put this in here, but I was like, which one of these were all the girlies wearing recently? And it was their God's favorite. God's prop favorite. Top. Yeah. Olivia Rodrigo wore it. Meg The Stallion it wore cute. it. And um, which Lala is this <laughs> on the right with the mask on? Who is that woman on the right? 
oh, that I someone pasted no in? Anyway, Maybe. someone else who's Who allegedly famous. Know. She's a mask on and a hat. I can't tell if she is. They have other cuter versions of this bikini, though, I have to say. If anybody's like, I got to get the father-son Holy Ghost bikini, I would say they have some cuter versions. They have it in, like, um, kind of BB-style rhinestones. They have it in, like, red. You get, like, red with, mm-hmm. like, black with red writing. You can also get mm-hmm. a camo hat that says uh, main character. I don't know why I'm doing, like, spawn for this brand. But anyways, there's a lot of, like, very on-trend items being sold on this website. Yes, yes. I like that they were interviewed by Vogue about, you know, their burgeoning success in the pandemic. And it's these two women, their names are, God, didn't I put their names in here? Yeah. Skylar Newman. Newman and Alex Haddad. And Skylar says, our first viral item was a bikini with a Catholic prayer quote, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Despite the criticism, the bikini has been the subject of many internet memes, and our brand recognition increased dramatically. Alex is Catholic and I'm Jewish, but we both don't mind the satire. So um, they said this in a couple interviews where they're like, well, I'm Catholic and I don't care, so it shouldn't be a problem. But that doesn't seem to be working here um, because Addison Rae is just so famous and people love to be mad at Addison Rae, you know? You know what? What? I'm going to give you an example of what never to do to your family members. Okay. I called mom. Addison was over. I was telling her a deep problem I was having. I needed someone to talk to. I needed someone to confide in. I called her. We were talking. She was like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She acted really interested in what I was saying, right? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, okay, I'll call you back because, you know, Addison's here. I can't really talk. And I want to, like, be private understandable respectable right she goes i'll call you later she thinks she hangs up the phone you know what she said oh sorry that's my sister kim she's just blabbing i've tried to get off the phone with her 10 million times for the last hour and she just won't shut up or get off the phone and i was like what so jeanette mccurdy i remember when this book cover and title were announced and i thought oh that's funny That's, like, clever. That has my attention. Like, you have my attention, Jeanette McCurdy. I've never heard of you. I did not watch iCarly. I did not watch the spinoff Sam and Cat. Um, I guess she looked familiar, but, like, when I think of those shows, I can kind of only name Miranda Cosgrove. But the cover was funny and announced a couple of months ago, and it's her laughing, like, mid... Well, it's funny, or it offends you. It's funny, but people were also really mad about it. Like Exactly, because the title was I'm Glad My Mom Died. (laughs) I saw a picture of the, like... I saw a picture of the cover. I'm glad my mom died with her like kind of embracing the urn. It's pink. Also, Mm -hmm. it's all like kind of millennial pink for some reason. And somebody Mm -hmm. had posted it and be like, why'd she have to go so hard? Or like, why'd she have to do that crowded face? Mm -hmm. You know, like taken out of context, you know, and like people, you know, obviously once you Google this at all, you realize why it's a dark humor based on like, like, you know, a childhood of trauma based like from Mm -hmm. her mother, essentially. But in face value, it is provocative in a way that is quite like good to sell books by right i don't really i mean i only know this woman from iCarly which i you know obviously was a little bit young for me but they did do the iCarly reboot which she wasn't in so Mm -hmm. she didn't even have that boost of kind of recognition because she wasn't in the new one Mm -hmm. anyways the point is is that you might buy this book because it just feels really compelling and also it's the story of like a child star that's just almost a classic thing at this point you know and so the book comes out today if you're listening to it have not read it yet i do want to read it now so i guess all of this is working apparently it's good um and sure enough if you were expecting revelations the revelations are certainly going to be in there because she already has a new york times profile centered around this release 
And in the profile, she gives you a little taste of what's in the book. And one of the things that she mentions has been like aggregated everywhere. It's sort it hasn't it hasn't broken the internet, but you are seeing it all over the place. And I think it's it's like the sort of it's the sort of story that compels you, even if you don't know what iCarly or Jeanette McCurdy are, <laughs> you know? Um and mm-hmm. it's this anecdote that she tells about after she left the reboot, not the reboot, the spinoff series, Sam and Cat, the creator. She refers to this person as the creator in the book, but it's almost certainly this this guy, Dan Schneider, who created a ton of Nickelodeon shows and has been rumored to be like a creep dirtbag for a really long time now. I think he left, he left New York during, yeah, what is this from? This is from Delisted. He left Nickelodeon during like the height of the Me Too movement in 2018. And... Anyway, so she says the creator, when she left the show, offered her $300,000. And she was like, okay, that's interesting. And then her agent or her manager, someone called her and was like, okay, there are terms to this money, though. And the terms are, you can't talk about your experiences at Nickelodeon if you accept this money. She had to mull over this money. And she was like, do I want to do this? Do I want to do this? And ultimately decided, like, you can't buy my silence. This is hush money. Fuck you. I'm not taking the money cut to like 10 years later or eight years later and now she's released this book in which she's probably going to reveal a lot more other horrific traumatizing things that happened to her at Nickelodeon like it's not Mm -hmm. just her mother but her mother put her in this position of like dealing with creeps at Nickelodeon Mm -hmm. my I mean the most I don't know the saddest like shocking thing about this to me is in the New York Times piece they talk to Miranda Cosgrove they get like a secondary of course they asked Miranda Cosgrove, who's, I think, probably one of the most famous people from that era of Nickelodeon and her co-star. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I guess, did you know about what Jeanette was going through? And her quote is, she goes, when you're young, you're so in your own head. You can't imagine that people around you are having much harder struggles. In a softer voice, Cosgrove added, you don't expect things like that from the person in the room who's making everyone else laugh. Just extremely, it's just extremely sad. Uh, this profile and the New York Times profile mentioned this part where she's on the show with Ariana Grande and like she, Ariana Grande shows up to set and she says that last night she played charades at Tom Hanks' house. <laughs> like, oh and, and McCurdy goes, I love Tom Hanks. What I would give to meet Tom Hanks. And it's kind of like this thing where she truly like wasn't, a, even like even though it was like her spinoff show, she wasn't even like, appreciate the one getting you know all what the I treatment. mean yeah right it was the, Ariana Grande was also a spinoff for Ariana Grande they put these two characters together like from Victorious mm-hmm. and iCarly or whatever but like it's just so sad that like she didn't it's like Ariana Grande was allowed to kind of do all of these things like to grow her career and then Jeanette's like I literally wasn't you know why did I get none of this that was the moment yeah. I broke she says right that's the thing I think even beyond like the story of Jeanette McCurdy I think it's <laughs> I think it's partly a story about like publishing because what a good job on this cover. It instantly had me intrigued before I knew what was in it. Like, isn't that the dream? Um, In celebration of, that's so corny, what's a better word? In honor, that sounds like it died. Uh, In, I don't know, in just because it's happening, because I'm having a book coming out, I'm doing a question and answer. Is that what it's even called? This is, I'm not going to start over. It's too late now. I'm doing a Q&A here on TikTok. If you post your questions below, on comment on this video with your question, I'll be answering them in future TikToks. Uh, you know, try and keep them interesting. I'm not going to be answering 
what was my, I don't know, embarrassing onset moment from when I was 15. I don't remember. We're all trying to forget. We've been going, I feel like we've talked about this company as well as like a party they had already. I'm having like major deja vu when I even put this in here. But it is funny that mm-hmm. this company that makes essentially like tape for, tape to keep up your tits, which is actually really smart. I'm not even like being, I think that's smart. And like they make a ton mm-hmm. of money and like what people use this product and love it. So like these two girlies who started this like booby tape company love to throw like a very classic Hollywood party. And their spokesperson is none other than Kylie Jenner best friend Stassi, which is really funny to me because it's like a who, like the one of the whoiest figures which just like us it's like a hot girl who is kylie jenner's best friend stoss yeah or best friend baby what was her what was her instagram stassi handle? baby yeah she was stassi but now baby. she's going by stoss she's going specifically by stoss not I, even stassi you can't anymore. keep changing this is confused like i literally barely pay attention to you like you need to keep your name the same like i don't <laughs> mm-hmm. like your last name is also kind of hard to remember because it's like quite long so we're, we mm-hmm. need to like be better at branding so well i think she's going anonymous celebrates the launch of Stoss X, because you're right, she's going to be try and be Stoss. Stoss X booby tape, illuminating bronzer. So now she's celebrating not the tape, but this uh, tit bronzer that you can get from the company that makes the tape. They're expanding. <laughs> I'm so stupid. It wasn't until you put this here that I was like, we. I understand that companies expand and every company is everything now, like from companies that make stuff to companies that like make content. But like when I saw this, I'm so stupid. I was like, oh, they're just making bronzer like for your face. That's so weird. And then you were like, no, it's, it's tit bronzer. <laughs> yes, so for your boobs, it is obviously. in the same family of products. Yeah, it's, it's like great. Con- what a great you could, idea. Like, contour your boobs. Yeah, like people mm-hmm. do that with like normal bronzer. So this is like, mm-hmm. oh, this is like specifically to contour your boobs. But anyways, the the like event itself is quite funny because it is so like classic. Here, I'll just read. This is on a... Website called like LA Guest List, which is very like guest of a guest, I guess. Exactly, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Last night, booby tape influencer Stoss hosted an exclusive launch at one of LA's hottest clubs, Delilah, which is funny, to celebrate the launch of the new Stoss X booby tape illuminating bronzer. The guest list included many notable names, including Dixie and Charlie D'Amelio, Landon Barker, Alessandra Ambrosio, Heather Ray El Musa, Nick Vile. Uh, Bryce Hall and many more. Also, a DJ set by Zach Bia. Live performances by YG and Bia. Guests danced all night in the rose-filled room while sipping on signature cocktails such as Queen Stoss featuring Sunny Vodka. <laughs> Australian sisters and founders of the world's first and original breast lift tape, Bianca Rossisano, Rocasano, and Bridget Rocasano were there. I, I don't party. know. Yeah, the Australians. I don't know. They're Australians. Yeah. How do you pronounce that in Australian? I have no idea. Australian. Good morning. Good morning, Deb. So, booby tape. How do you come up with the idea for that? Well, it all really started um, with seeing a picture of Kim Kardashian wearing duct tape um, all strapped up and wear naturally large busted women. I'm an F cup, so I could never wear anything low um, or backless and it just restricted my outfits. So when I saw that photo, we just thought, genius. It was it was amazing. So um, I started going to Mitre 10 and to Bunnings and um, strapping ourselves up. I found that was ripping my skin off. Oh. Um, allergic reactions, it was horrible. So um, we thought we'll just Google a breast lift tape, as you do. So we're Googling it and not one to be found in the world. So we thought something had to be done about this. We said, surely there's other women around the world who are suffering the same problems we are. We need to create something um, to help women. 
I gotta say, there's nothing less flattering than LA's hottest club in with the full flash. You know, like none nothing. of these places ever look good when they're photographed. Ever. Nothing. Ever. But we finally have proof that Zach Bia is a DJ. You know, like here he is, mm -hmm. DJ. He was behind the booth. This party looks like it would have been <sighs> fun. You know, like I was looking at oh, photos of this party and I was like, sure. this looks kind of funny. Like this looks fun? like it was a good time, you know? Sure. I became obsessed with the Australian sisters that invented booby tape, though, when I was kind of looking at photos from this party. I was like, you're telling me two sisters invented this boob tape. Now they're multimillionaires. They came from humble beginnings. I read an entire article on the Forbes about them. They had like their own design firm, um, like styling people. Styling, yeah. And then they said, we're going to invest some of this money into the boob tape thing. And it's like a very like authentic story about how two sisters invented tape to keep up your tits, you know. And they get popped in Daily Mail Australia all the time. Like walking down, you know, Rodeo Drive and like mm -hmm. shopping in Beverly Hills and getting married to a guy that one of them knew in high school, <laughs> Joshua Cavallaro. Cavallaro. And if you are impressed by their story, you can pay $1,500 to have a 30-minute strategy recorded phone slash Zoom call with them, and they will give you tips on your business. Bianca and Bridget Consulting.com. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they use Oh, wait, Squarespace. if you double your payment, you get 60 minutes, obviously. Well, I just thought there'd be some sort of deal where it was like 60 minutes was uh, $2,500 or something, but no, 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 right. no, 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 no. 60 minutes is 3000 and 30 minutes is 1500 but that's Australian dollars. How much do you think that is in U.S. dollars? I think it's U.S. dollars, maybe. What's the, what's the exchange USD. rate right now? I'm going to see. I think they so, live in L.A. now. I think they're talking American money. 1049 in U.S. dollars. No, it's their prices are in AUD currency. This must be a tax thing. It's oh, like, wow. ladies, are you doing this business from your from your Beverly Hills homes, or are you doing this from, like, ladies. Bondi Beach? I'm not going to call them out for any the sort truth. of tax faux pas. I'm not in the position to, uh, to comment on these. I'm sure they're buttoned up. You know, they're businesswomen. They probably have a great accountant. There were two other great headlines from this party that made me laugh. One of them was exclusive details at the top, not exclusive on their page six, like tag Charlie D'Amelio and Landon Barker show PDA at booby tape private party. And then this one, MAFS brides Ella Ding and Dominica Calarco rub shoulders with stunning Victoria's mo secret model Alessandro Ambrosio as she leads star arrivals at booby tape event in Los Angeles. It took me a while to realize what MAFS brides Maths? meant. It's married at first sight, Married at right? first sight. Yeah. But then I realized yeah. when I Googled these women, Ella Ding and Dominica Calarco, I don't watch that show. They're like no, really trying hard to become like famous party out on the town girlies, Ella Ding uh -huh. and Dominica. They're like, now they're just, I think, trying to become like professional friends. But then obviously they met. It's very Bachelor. It's screaming Bachelor Nation, you know. Exactly. Like, we're both like exactly. of the franchise. Yeah. They're trying to extend this universe. Um, but I was like, oh, they're married. Maybe there was like a gay version of Married at First Sight. But no, 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 no. They were both vying for the same guy. And they were like, we saw, we gave him a sight and said no. Oh, the same guy. Oh, the same guy? Yeah, I think it was the same guy. Uh, I don't even know how that show works. Sorry, I've never watched it. Yeah, me either. So uh, that's why I, I, get just, the like, I don't even want to give details because I'm going to be wrong. But now she's getting headlines like... Ella Ding and Dominica Calarco on what they really think about OnlyFans, dating, and the spark. And then Married at First Sight's Ella Ding says she became addicted to her vibrator and used it six times a night until her genitalia became desensitized to the male touch. This was in July on the Daily Mail. Well, read the disclosure under that. I realize she's <laughs> literally like selling vibrators. That's why. <laughs> Ella's confession comes two weeks after she announced her partnership, Vush, the sexual wellness company Abby Chatfield previously collaborated with. 
Truly. Okay. Truly. So for those who don't know who I am, um, my name is Ella. I'm from Melbourne. I'm 28. And I was on a show called Married at First Sight. I feel like there is a little bit of an elephant in the room with that. So I was married to Mitchell and I still get questions about him when I do Q and A's. And yeah, we had an amazing time inside the experiment. You know, we were living together for like three and a bit months. I had never lived with anyone before, like a partner or a guy. And then yeah, when the show wrapped, we just sort of went our separate ways. We just, you know, realized we probably weren't compatible and it wasn't gonna work. But yes, I did really like the guy. There's absolutely no bad blood. We don't speak, which is fine. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. Of, kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports, and in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me, they're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention to. Yes, and that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low-dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit. They're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Did you see Lauren Conrad's 25 Things? No, I didn't. Was it good? It was actually really good because... <laughs> I'm because at Tetris. Because Lauren Conrad is just like, you know, she's a businesswoman at heart. 
and she gets the job done right at the beginning, right at the top of the story. She She's is like, like the good Laguna at Beach alum who recently partnered with Planet o- Oat Milk, wed the guitarist in September 2014, and the two share sons, Liam Five and Charlie Two. Okay, so I'm like, she's doing this because of a Planet Oat Oat Milk sponsorship. Got it. I'm aware of this. There's nothing. I don't here. love um, Planet Oat and, Oat Milk. It's repetitive. Oh, no, I don't either. like that name. I think they need to like no. work on that. Like I understand. Like, you should call it Planet Oat Milk. I understand you can't call anything milk, technically, so you have to say oat milk, but then, like, call it Planet Oat Milk. Like, we don't need to say oat twice. It's, like, not Uh pleasing. I've expressed my love for Chobani Extra Creamy Unsweetened on this podcast before, but it is still my favorite. Planet Oat, I get sometimes because I got to say I love the price point. I don't love the taste and I don't love the consistency, but the price point sometimes too good to beat, you know? For a while, I... For a while, I thought that Duncan was using Planet Oat oat milk because one time I saw a Duncan guy go get some from the store and then just or like Mm -hmm. from the back or something and use it. But then I realized that I think at that point, Duncan wasn't making their own oat milk. So the people were just getting it from wherever. So they were using like whatever was available at the store. You know what I mean? They like make very their local, own? very local Duncan? vibes. I think by this point, they must. It feels very For a not... while, they did use Planet Oat. It was on the menus. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm curious. I have a feeling they may have crossed over into producing their own but you know when you're like at a coffee shop or whatever and you see like what which oat milk they're using and you're like interesting i don't like um i don't like uh the one that everyone uses the one that's like baristas love this best and it's like it's like a hipster (laughs) yeah the one that's the one that's like gray blue and everyone uses it and it's like this is so what are you doing here this is so sweet no i don't need it anyway her number one fact is my go-to snack is fruit and raw nuts i also make a smoothie with greens and planet oat oat milk that is the perfect way to start the day off she gets okay. the job yeah, I like done that she leaves. on number one well she said you know people might not make it to 25 so i'm gonna need you to put <laughs> planet oat, oat milk at number she's one. such a businesswoman she's yeah. so smart no and, and she is relatable and she is relatable yes Number 17 and 18, I love my air fryer. I use it every day. Parentheses, I'm basic. Love that sense of humor. Classic Lauren Conrad sense of humor. 18, I'm excellent at Tetris. Excellent at Tetris. No other details. <laughs> so just no nothing else there. Just I'm excellent at Tetris. That's very funny. I mean, I wish I could take it back. You don't think that I miss you as a friend? You don't think that I wish that none of this happened? I had no idea anything was happening. I really had no idea. Katie, sometimes whether you did something or you did nothing... It's just as bad. And then my favorite is number 19. Uh, my proudest moment from my time on reality TV is when I walked away. Nobody wanted me to leave the hills, but I knew it was what was best for me. That's like, that's powerful, I think. That's Remember when stuff, the Lauren person Conrad. who wrote wrote these 25 things like reached out to us and was like, I'll reveal some secrets and then like ghosted mm-hmm. us. I still want to know. I'm still very curious about the interview process of the 25 things. I want to know, like, what kinds of ways we're getting to prompt these celebrities to say anything interesting. Like, I'm excellent at Tetris feels like a very, you know, what games do you like to play? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. what are we asking? Because we've talked about this before. Like, it's clear that some people come in ready to go. Like, they have their notebook filled with 25 things. But not everyone can be that prepared, I would say most know? people don't. Most people need the prompts. Yes. Most people need to mm-hmm. be pushed. So Lauren Conrad is selling Planet Oat oat milk in other places as well, all over her Instagram. She, I think actually this is a good, this is like a very luxe partnership for someone. Oat milk is hot. This is like one of the big brands. She yeah. it fits with her like like healthy lifestyle vibes or like chic California effortless Kohl's line or whatever. Even in this exclusive from June of this year, 
which was headlined, Lauren Conrad reveals she is done with reality TV. Quote, I shared a lot. That was clearly an interview for Us Weekly. It was tied to her oat milk sponsorship because in the interview, she says, our whole family is dairy-free and we don't eat a ton of meat. So I'm always looking for alternatives and different recipes, she explained to us on Thursday. I was really excited to work with Planet Oat on these because my brother's fiance has a tree nut allergy. (laughs) Stop. My brother's brother's fiance has a tree nut allergy. It is funny to me that Lauren Conrad hasn't been doing Hill stuff for now 10 years, maybe. 10 years more? 10 years or more? More. And yet the lead-in always has to be about the Hills, even though she's now arguably done, like, what other other things more than that? Like, the Hills is still her most prominent thing, and yet she's done enough other than the Hills, and the Hills was such a cultural phenomenon that she can ride off of it. As long as she mentions Mm -hmm. it once, she can ride off of it. And also she can ride off of the idea that her other cast members from the Hills, even though she's not doing them, her other other cast members are actively always doing stuff. So like Mm -hmm. she can coast off the relevance of just it being a topic, you know, like the Hills should be irrelevant. Like that was a small that was like a relatively, you know, small show i mean i guess it wasn't small but like it was a short show many many years ago mm-hmm. it was right? only what like three or four seasons yeah it wasn't long you know and i guess it was mm-hmm. like it's accolade is that it was just such but early s- reality tv so defining of the of the genre and that and it, you know producer still working and it was adam Devello. um yeah but it was such a selling sunset so many people it was like that last gasp of you know MTV where everyone kind of was watching it and that generation True. is now grown up but isn't and it crazy so we it's just she, nostalgia like, but isn't it crazy that she's still kind of like she kind of has to say like one thing about the hills every time and then that becomes like mm-hmm. the headline but then everything else is just like Lauren Conrad who like actually herself has all these different things going on and people do like like her and follow her or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's very weird to, it's very interesting to me she doesn't give much about the show anymore She's done with reality. I've shared a lot. It's like she keeps being like, don't ask me, you know, but we have to. I'm looking on her website, laurenconrad.com, which she still updates very regularly with very nice photos. She has her own line of clothing. She has her own line of perfume. She has her own line of like baby clothes and like goods. So this website has evolved past beyond what it was originally, which was kind of just a blog. Remember when Lauren Conrad's website was just a blog like years ago? It was a great blog. It was a great yeah, and blog. I would argue I miss that blog. Now it's all kind of like e-commerce-y, but she had like a good blog. She put in the work. And she still does. Like I look at this blog and I'm just like, this is what, not to bring her up again because I always bring her up, but you look at this LC Eva, blog my, my, and it's like, you know. it is what Eva wants. It is exactly what Eva wants. It is kind of like the perfect prototypical influencer website and brand. I mean, you can tell like she just has a really good team. <laughs> I hate to say yeah. that. Like, I'm sure credit to Lauren, but also this is the, this reeks of like a really good team, you know, 11 mm-hmm. summer barbecue recipes. Like, I feel who like, is, what? I feel like you talk about Lauren Conrad this much. I'm expecting the door to the <sighs> room know. that I'm in to open and suddenly Whitney Port's going to walk in and go, who has a good website? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've you met the Lauren? other ones and they're all nice. <laughs> I never met Lauren. I would have loved to meet Lauren. I actually would be scared of Lauren. Lauren... More so than any of the girls, I feel like would be the meanest to me. More so than Chris. Well, Kristen wasn't on the hill because well, they all needed me because I was writing about them for Cosmo. Yeah. So they like you know, but Lauren yeah. doesn't need me. Stomp me, but but beneath her Cole's line flats, you know. Well, are you gonna read? I want to read 
Audrina's book. Didn't that come out today or tomorrow or is next it out? week? Is it out? Is oh, it God. Out? When does Audrina's book come out? A Ceiling What's Eyes herself. Um, Audrina Petridge book. It's called, like, Decision. Uh, choices. Choices. <laughs> <laughs> Decisions. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> it's, no, that's, that's, like, close. It came out last week. From the star of MTV's The Hills and The Hills' New Beginnings, a candid and insightful reflection on aughts tabloid fame, the powerlessness of, the powerlessness of lo- and loss of self in toxic situations, and the life-changing power of even our smallest I gotta say, choices. Not to huh. be rude. I mean, and I liked her when I met her. Who is reading this? Who is reading this? I mean, like, who is who writing is re- it? <laughs> <laughs> who is reading this? Who is reading this? I mean, I just, I really, I, I, it's, it's crazy to me. I know exactly what you mean. The, the quote on the back, it's a photo of her in kind of like a, a, a little long blouse, um, no pants. She probably has a bathing suit on underneath it. And then she has like a cover up over it, like a duster cover up over it, wearing a sun hat, holding her dog. And there's a quote beside it that says, like a diamond created under intense, unimaginable pressure. I am as strong as I've ever been, and I'm ready to shine. Here's the problem with memoir slash nonfiction publishing these days. I know this book wasn't good because it wasn't like, (laughs) I didn't get like the big headlines about like some big revelation, you know, like that's Mm -hmm. kind of the sad truth. If this, if this book had had anything huge or major in it, I would have read about it. So far, all I read about was that like she dated Leo DiCaprio briefly. Well, what I'm saying is like, I just feel like they've, they've really... Not to be like, there's no more to say, but there's kind of no more to say about the hills. Like you, you guys are like running out of like talking points. Like we all know mm-hmm. how you got approached by Adam at the pool. We all know, like we mm-hmm. all know all these details already. That's how I feel about their fucking podcast. You know, at least like mm-hmm. they're kind of rewatching it, so like that's kind of an active look. But in terms of just telling the story of the hills, it's like we know. You know like mm-hmm. th- those who want to know, know. And yeah. Those who don't want to know. I'm not reading this. Meanwhile, Kristen Cavallari wrote her memoir like four years ago. She was so early yeah, to the game. In blood, you know. You know? <laughs> Balancing in heels. My journey to health, happiness, and making it all work. <laughs> now that's a title. Now it was a New York Times bestseller. Yeah, Lauren Conrad smushing me with her coal flats, and Kristen Cavallari is <laughs> gouging my eyes out with her <laughs> with her, with her stilettos. Kristen Cavallari is that bird box meme where the guy's like squeezing his thumbs into what's her name's face. Oh my God, you're right. You're right. Did you see her being like, I'm so glad I divorced Jay Cutler recently? She got headlines for being like, I'm so glad I dumped him. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. I'm glad that she's she's slowly rolling out the fact that she hates him. <laughs> like she really <laughs> didn't want to do that at first. And then I think she like literally couldn't help herself. She's like, I hate that guy. Yes. To be fair, he's hateable. It makes her look better. He is hateable. Mm -hmm. He was always hateable. Hey, everyone. My name's Audrina Patridge, and I am the author and the narrator of the audiobook called Choices to the Hills and Back Again. I really hope that the listeners out there feel connected and less alone from hearing about the choices I made in my life and where it led me. You know, if you're in a toxic relationship or friendship or you're going through hard times right now, hopefully you feel inspired and motivated. So I just really hope that I can connect with the listeners in a really positive way. And I hope that they get some light out of my book as well and just some giggles and laughs and they can vicariously live through my wildlife. Let's talk about some relationships, other relationships that aren't um, Kristen Cavallari's. Will Poulter, 
newly buffed up for Marvel was seen making out with Bobby a woman T. named Bobby T. Well, <laughs> when I first saw this, I was like, gay? I, I was like, he's gay? Yeah. And then it's like a woman yeah. named Bobby. And he's blind. <laughs> right after the break, we're going to interview Eric Weihenmayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. But... He's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. Will Poulter no, is woman. the guy with the face that everybody loves. Everyone's like, that guy with the mm-hmm. face. Remember when he got hot and everybody was like, he's hot now? And everyone was like, I'm gay. stop he gatekeeping got... Will Poulter. Like, you're gatekeeping him. I have to stop. It's not even that he got hot. He got Marvel body. I think we have to start being specific when we say stuff like this. Okay, like, I'm sorry. Chris Pratt didn't get hot. He got Marvel body. Kumail Nanjiani didn't get hot. He got Marvel body. Of course, the reaction was that Adam is quite buff. Uh, how? What was the training regimen for this? Yeah, you know, I'm really lucky. I work with an amazing team of, of people um, who, you know, really took care of kind of my mental health through the process of going through all the, the physical sort of challenges. And, um, you know, I had so much of the hard work done for me. It was actually my job just to kind of, you know, train and, and eat. So I've got, I've got no complaints and I, I'm very grateful to the to the team of people who uh, helped me through it. I'm using hot in like a not subjective way. I'm using it in like an almost an objective like mass media hot. Sorry. Like I'm using hot like not something I find hot like necessarily Mm -hmm. just the idea of getting hot which is like making your life miserable to get yourself muscles or whatever to like be in a Marvel movie. But yes, it's it is an it is an it is a generalized hot term. He got hot and the internet was like this guy's hot now, Ugh. and then everybody was like, "Everybody was like, how dare you?" I Everyone was like, "Boy, you are in some shitty movie in a child," you know. I liked him when he was in We Are the Millers. You're telling on yourself. <laughs> you like, exactly. liked. I've been horny for this guy for decades. <laughs> exactly. He was spotted making out with the the photos of them making out are really funny because like they're so gentle, <laughs> like. They're not sexy photos. It's like for two really hot people, they're just sort of like little pecks on the on the mouth. But he's, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell, never really been photographed in this way before, which might explain why he looks visibly uncomfortable. He seems to know he is being photographed here. Um, but the woman is not incredibly famous uh, or maybe even that famous at all. She's approaching not territory, although she clearly wants to be famous because she is a model. Her name is Bobby T. She models for Ford Models and LA Models. And her Instagram bio is, I'm your typical Chinese black Irish gal born in Derry, Ireland, raised Cuban education in Japan, FordModels.com. Isn't he Irish too? He's Irish, right? I or think British? he's English. Uh, Will Pol- uh, Oh, he's, yeah, he's English. He's all, um, he's Bobby T is followed by Helen Hunt and Vanessa Morgan. In case you're wondering where <laughs> she falls in that, those are my, my favorite the Who follows. Week, the Who Weekly Instagram is funny for this reason. Whenever you find a new person, you're like, who follows them? And it's like the two most random people on the planet. Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt, just like knowing this random model who hasn't even modeled for anyone super huge, according well, to her she Instagram, may have. she's. She oh, may have, but she hasn't Instagram. posted evidence of it. So Got I looked it. through okay, her Instagram good. and... She was on the cover the, of Envision, the magazine for the American Eye Care Professional. It's huge. <laughs> and she looks great. I wear glasses. This is a big magazine great. to me. I read it all the time. I don't. Do you read it in the uh, in the optometrist's office? I've seen it in the optometrist's office before. Where, I've never opened it. No offense to this magazine, but where else would it be distributed? Lindsay, she was also on the um, she was also on the cover of the magazine that you are EIC of Boston proper. She was on the cover of the fall fashion issue last year. Yeah, I'm looking new, great. I'm the new EIC of this. I haven't announced that yet. I am the EIC this of is, Boston proper. That's definitely one of those magazines that's just in like hotels, right? Yes, it's and, like, like at the it's at like the Marriott and like that's it. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And it's okay. also apparently a, ca- a catalog because it says shop today, enjoy twenty percent off your order. So is it a, is it a store or is it a magazine? <laughs> 20% off what? Okay, what? sorry. 
<laughs> what was the what was that horrible TikTok you sent me where it was like bo- oh. what's the it was like the Boston version of Yassified and everyone got like Red Sox paraphernalia put on them. Uh, <laughs> what <it> was, was that? <laughs> I was in I was on Cape Cod and I started getting t- local TikTok, which is like the worst thing possible. It's when your TikTok like knows where you are and starts giving you like Boston memes and it's like a bunch of children being like the best club in Boston and you're like, No <laughs> <laughs> That one that you I sent w- me of they were like yassify- Boston yassifying Taylor Swift, right? Like putting all this Boston stuff on her, and I was like, oh no. Hello from Future Lindsay. I just need to say that that edit was done by the iconic at standard.issue.female on TikTok. You're a genius. Okay. Well, the other thing that Bobby T was in, she was in two ad campaigns. One was for the all-electric Cadillac Lyric, and she's posted like every... Here's the reason I don't think that she's been on stuff that's more high profile than this because she hasn't posted it. If she posted basically every image she she ever made for the all-electric Cadillac Lyric, right? She all. I mean, she looks incredible in all of these photos. It's rare that you come across like a catalog model. Like, like Mm -hmm. usually it's a very vintage term. It's like, oh, she was like a catalog model. It's like now we only talk about Mm -hmm. models that are like high fashion or like you know Gigi Hadid. They're almost famous models. Bobby T is like a true catalog model. She is a she is a working model, and it makes me. I know we've talked about this category of person before, but it's like it's like how most that statistic how like most actors. Mm-hmm. Like if you go, if you get into SAG, like you're working pretty steadily, like that's successful and you'll never be famous ever, 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 mm-hmm. ever. But you will be a mm-hmm. successful working actor. And that kind of seems like the space that she's in in the modeling world where she's like, seems nice, so beautiful. She modeled, then she had a kid. She's had the kid. The kid seems like he's like five or six or something. And she's modeling again. You know, like she's been on all these phases of modeldom and is still working very actively. I have to assume that they met on Raya, right? They met on I Raya. I don't know. How she was has that? a son with a former professional NFL player called, Mar- called named Mark Sanchez, who's 33. Okay, okay British Lindsay over here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was reading from the Daily Mail. <laughs> because the, there's a Daily Mail article in which she was photographed with Gavin Rossdale. And weirdly, mm-hmm. although Daily Mail has never shied away from being like, are they dating? Question mark. Daily Mail is very much ex- like confirming they are just friends without even asking yeah. the question. Like she's mm-hmm. hanging out with her 50 year old friend, rocker Gavin Rossdale. And it's like, they're friends. Okay, they're friends. They're friends. Okay, they're, they're friends. friends. I know we had, here's an unidentified who that is really funny. Kevin Gates. This is a headline from The Shade Room. Kevin Gates seemingly shows off Acne Bay's toes on Instagram. And I was like, wait, who is Acne Bay? Who gave this person the name Acne Bay? Kevin Gates gave this person the name Acne Bay. Uh, he posted well, a I photo. Think the internet of- gave, I think the internet gave this person Acne Bay because he posted like women with acne are better at sex. Oh, God, don't kill me. She got acne in her face. I know this gonna sound <laughs> crazy. I know this gonna sound crazy. Okay. A lot of women with acne in their face got good pussy. Cause they hormones, their hormones are so imbalanced that it caused them to have congestion. So they not releasing properly. See, once I start really just caught in, I really put it on her, her face started clearing up. <laughs> 
Because okay. a lot of times we break out, you know this, we have back acne developed due to what? Stress mm -hmm. and things of that nature. I'm not saying all women with acne got... That's where they get eczema, all, anything with the skin, yeah. Mm -hmm. But a, a lot of, the, a lot of the, the things that go on with us are really internally. I'm not just saying it for that, mm -hmm. but she... She up though. I don't think that's how things work, but it I is really interesting that he clears skin by fucking them. <laughs> yeah, well, clearly. But I am dying because he's not just like women with acne, like are better in bed, but he's like their hormones are imbalanced, so they're like better mm -hmm. in bed. <laughs> like that's like that's like I did research type shit. <laughs> I know it's science. And then he posted her toes. This is as believable as a lot of science you see about skincare on like TikTok or fair. Twitter. No, so you totally. know what? Good for him. Hundred <laughs> percent. Right? True. And he's not. And he's not saying that it's proven. He's not telling people to follow his like his sciences. He's just saying it works for him. Women with acne Meanwhile, he... come into his life. He has sex with them, and they get cleared up. This shade room article's like he's married. <laughs> like <laughs> right. no, it wife... ends with him being like the status of his marriage to his wife is unknown. It's like, he's yeah. also married, but like, whatever. He's like, he's married, married you know, <laughs> FYI, he's married. Yeah. I mean, like, when you're posting this, like, openly on, on Twitter, there must be so much that we don't know, right? So it's just like, whatever. It's fine. So Leah Bitsky from Page Six, who we talked about earlier for having the uh, great Jewel lead, which was Jewel's tour bus was just standing still when it burst into flames, uh, also used a song lyric in her lead to a story about Selena Gomez getting flirty with Italian movie producer Andrea good. Iervolino this on yacht. Good. They can't keep their hands to themselves. That's good. That's Selena good. Gomez, I do feel like, is is assumed to be... Unlike the, the weird Gavin Rossdale thing where it was like, they're just friends. Selena Gomez could literally buy an ice cream from a vendor um, like in, in the streets of Italy and they'd be like, she's connected. Like, she is, was spotted <laughs> flirting with and is possibly dating an ice cream vendor. And it's like... I think every single man she comes into contact with is like a thing, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. which must be very difficult, but it's true. This 34-year-old producer was seen flirtatiously holding on to the third to 30-year-old Gomez's legs as she dangled her feet in the water while sitting on the edge of the mega yacht. So it's one of those things where it's like, I guess, I guess maybe I believe it because of the leg grabbing, but it's a mega yacht. When celebrities go on yachts, they're typically not alone. They're with a lot of people. They bring people. That's why they're on these giant It things. is a mega yacht. No, I mean, it's a mega I just feel yacht. like it's, it's, you're getting your typical boat paparazzi photos. You're getting your typical like mm -hmm. zoomed in from far away. Again, Selena Gomez is like rumored to be with every man she's ever come into. I wouldn't be shocked if they were like Selena Gomez and like Steve Martin dating. You know, like it's just so <laughs> crazy the way that stuff works with her. And this guy is who? He's in, he's a producer. He's an Italian producer. Um, he seems to be kind of like self-made. This variety bio of him says he's an entrepreneurial prodigy. Quote, he went from setting up local websites in his hometown of Casino, Italy, when he was just 13 to earning co-executive producer credit on 2005's The Merchant of Venice, which starred Al Pacino and was released when he was 17. So he's just kind of this Italian wunderkind. So I, I don't know. Um, Wait, he A lot of the stuff about him is in Italian, so. A movie called Indubious Battle, directed by James Franco, that had Selena Gomez in it. Indubious oh, Battle is a 2016 met. drama film directed and produced by James Franco, loosely based on John Steinbeck's novel of the same name. Nat Wolf, James Franco, Josh no. Hutcherson, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, Robert Duvall, Selena Gomez, Keegan Allen, and Ed Harris. 
Ed Harris. Who was Selena Gomez in this? Brian Cranston's in this. Zach Braff's in this. Annalie Tipton's in this. That's right. People Annalie don't have Tipton. last names in this. Selena Gomez Ashley is someone Green? named Lisa. Austin Stowell. In the California Incredible. Apple Country, 900 migratory workers rise up in dubious battle against the landowners. The group takes on a life of its own, stronger than its individual members, and more frightening. This movie must have been the loudest fart, because I've never heard of it. <laughs> All I want is just a simple, clean life. Any resistance will be met with swift and permanent force. If that's the cost of all of this, it ain't right. If we fight this out, the whole country will know about it. Like you said, Ed Harris, Brian Cranston, it's not just, you know, Josh Hutcherson and Nat Wolf in this movie. This is so weird. I will say this producer that Selena Gomez may or may not be dating has his own Wikipedia that's like pretty extensive. In 2017, Ier Valino became one of the first film producers to co-produce a film involving the Pope when Pope Francis appeared as himself in the film Beyond the Sun, which premiered in Vatican City in September 2017. He's wheeling and dealing this guy. I would say like, imagine being more of an Italian producer. I made a movie that starred the Pope. You know? <laughs> People are saying that Sister Mary is the real Pope, not you. In America, we call it gossip. Abby Jacobson is engaged to Jody Balfour. I think the timing of this, first of all, Abby Jacobson and Jody Balfour are both who's. Yeah. But it's very clear that they have, I mean, they seem to, they've probably been engaged for a while, but they waited to reveal it until the premiere party for Prime Videos, A League of Their Own, which has been getting a ton of press. And by reveal, just wear rings. <laughs> Just wear rings. Right. And probably right. confirm. Because Abby Jacobson is kind of known at this point for keeping her relationships quite low-key. Mm-hmm. Um, and now she's dating someone who is also famous, which she she's allegedly dated a lot of famous people. But like this um, isn't necessarily surprising or even all that interesting. But yeah, I'm very intrigued by in a League the, of Their Own. Wasn't she wrapped up in the like St. Vincent lesbian yeah oh like, yeah she was like oh yeah web, she was love web love triangle love square mm-hmm. love love quadrangle or whatever it was like saint vincent and carrie brownstein and like all those other yeah. ones <laughs> you know jody's in um for all mankind which is that yes. apple show that people really like Marriage of the of the century wedding of the century teresa judice judice and louis ruelas got married what Saturday night? Saturday night? Everyone was there except Melissa no, and like, um, what's her uh, husband's name? Joe? No, every, everybody was there except like her entire family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is her second husband. The first one, you remember, they both went, uh, basically got her sent to jail. Remember they switched places because mm-hmm. they, yep. they weren't paying their taxes. So the kids. And then he yep. got deported because he forgot to apply for citizenship. And then as soon as that happened, she was like, uh, gross. But also he sucks. So... Whatever. He got deported to Italy she, like right before COVID. And she, Remember? and now he just hangs out in the Bahamas, right? Because that's like, he <laughs> yeah. can go there. Uh, obviously, he wasn't at this wedding. She met this guy, Luis, that people like are sus about kind of because he has some sketchy history about like domestic abuse, not great shit, not whatever. And then the biggest red flag was that this is all housewife stuff. So it almost kind of doesn't get into who we territory. It's kind of show territory, but whatever. It is also her life. She didn't sign a prenup, which is like, just so glaringly dumb that even Andy Cohen was kind of like, are you sure? You know, like to not sign Mm. a prenup after your last husband, like got you sent to prison, you know, Mm -hmm. because the family business wasn't paying their bills, you know? And you put all of your trust into this man who ended up fucking you. Yeah. Exactly. And none of her family, aside from her daughters came too. She's like, it's all like their family's all a mess. 
it was just a bunch of other Bravo stars and no yes. actual family. Yes, her, so weird. her TV family, not her actual family. She's still on the show, right? This is filmed for the show. Yeah, presumably. yeah, yeah. Maybe okay. that's why they weren't there. Like, maybe some of it's like, I don't want to be on the camera. I don't want to be on the show. Like, that's what people are kind of speculating for some of these people. Like, to have mm-hmm. the, all those other housewives women be there, it's like they want to be on TV. Like, that's 100% it. They're not like, oh, my best friend, Teresa, like, Judice. Like, they're like, no, we want to be on TV. The wedding looked wild. She looked, I mean, the aesthetic is just so specific. The aesthetic and is toddlers and tiaras. Yes, it's Toddlers and Tierras. Uh, we got a lot of questions wanting to know, why are you so concerned with Teresa's love life? She never brings up anything about you. Well, I well, I wouldn't say she never brings up anything about me, per se. I, I put it all out there right from the beginning. So okay. I was very honest about it. I think I was very concerned right from the beginning because things did come out. I didn't have to look for it. It was out all over the place. So I was like, just address it. Let him speak for himself. It's it's not a big deal. But unfortunately, when he did speak for himself, he lied about it on camera. Really? I thought his explanation was, was well, good. Well, did you ever see the video? Yeah. Well, he clearly proposed to her, and then he said he was breaking up with her. Oh. Well, I, I don't think that's a good explanation. Okay. Moving on, Fred Durst got married to... They keep saying it's a younger woman, but what's kind of funny is that no one no knows age. how old she is. No. There's no age. No one really knows anything about this woman. They just know that she married this woman named Arliss. A-R-L-E-S. She this woman named Arliss. Yeah. Speaking of yeah, the she... Woodstock 99 documentary, another another main figure in that Limp Bizkit oh, Fred frontman, Durst. Fred Durst. The, oh. They keep saying she's much younger, but no one knows how young. To be fair, she looks young in the one photo anyone has of her because her Instagram is private, so they're using her profile photo. The other thing is, like, no one knows what her name is because she already changed her name to Durst on Instagram. And, like, no one on – first, and also, no one on Twitter is, like, talking about this or cares. That's the other thing is, like – No. I don't think Fred Durst has, like – I was, like, oh, maybe there's a fandom that has been, like tr- – that, like, knows anything about this woman. And it's, like, no. There's literally nothing. No. You know? No. I just think that much younger a woman is a bit of a stretch. That photo could be old. Also, we've all seen Orphan. She could look a lot younger than she is. It's just, oh, like, there's orphan? no – there are no you details. You here. think she's secretly older, but she's mm-hmm. pretending to be in her 20s or something? Mm-hmm. So that she could marry Fred Durst. It's a long game. Okay. He this has a 32-year-old. Why I wanted to know her age was because he has a 32-year-old daughter, and I was like, I just want to know if she's this, if she's younger than his daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the speculation is that she is. Is that she well, is. The speculation. Daily Mail is saying, older than Arles? The brunette beauty is the, the brunette beauty is now stepmother to Durst's thirty-two-year-old stepdaughter Adriana from his three-year marriage with first wife Rachel. Here's a headline that made me almost barf. Exclusive: Hillary Clinton quote absolutely approves of Huma Abedin dating Bradley Cooper. Who was asking for this approval? Who was like waiting on this? A source Were told you? Page Six, quote, Hillary absolutely approves of Huma dating Bradley. Hillary sees Huma as a second daughter and has given the relationship his her blessing. Oh my God. Did Who Hillary was, was, Clinton approves of your relationship? I, waiting on this approval, this sign of approval, this seal of approval? I think maybe, or I think at least page six was, you know? Like, yeah. at least page six was. This is very, like, this is very, like, their, their uh, wheelhouse, but... They probably put in an ask, like, weeks and weeks ago. I wonder if that was, like, one waited. of the few things they did. They were like, we got to get Hillary to comment on this or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she finally started responding to her emails. No it's just an anonymous cares. source. Should we do Rita? What was she wearing? Where was she seen? 
She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Uh, being photographed by the one, the only Baz Luhrmann on a balcony. I have no and idea <laughs> when she posted this, but she posted it. I mean, it must have been recently. It's a story. They met up in Paris at some point, Baz Luhrmann and Rita Ora. And here's a photo of Baz Luhrmann taking Rita Ora's photo. And I just have to say, mm-hmm. like, I'm seeing I'm seeing future Rita Ora in Baz Luhrmann project. I'm seeing he's finding a new muse. She's such a Baz Luhrmann artist. I almost want to do this last, but I guess we can just do it right now. There's a lot of speculation that Rita and Taika got, got married recently. Married. You know, and we may have heard some things. We may have heard some things. We may have allegedly heard some things, maybe. I don't know. But the Daily Mail is on know. it. They're All saying, I'm saying is I believe it. He's wearing a wedding band. He's wearing a wedding band. I don't think these two, even if they got married quietly, would keep it would do not do something also big and elaborate as well. This is how I felt about J-Lo and Ben, and apparently they are planning a big party. Even if Rita and Taika got married quietly in the past few days, they will do something loud in the next couple of months, for sure, right? I have, I have no, no idea. I have no yeah, receipts. Zero just, receipts. Just, you know, just like whispers. Just whispers. Just whispers. Future Lindsay here, and guess what? Page six. By Nikki Gostin, Rita Ora, and Taika Watiti get married in London, colon, report. Published August 8th, 2022 at 8.48 p.m. It was really an intimate ceremony and super special for everyone there, a source told the outlet. Their nearest and dearest can see how madly in love they are. The source further claimed the singer, who has also changed her name to Atiti Ora, wanted a small wedding in order to keep their relationship as private as possible. The source continued, a big showbiz-style bash is planned to celebrate, but don't expect to see it being flogged to the highest bidding magazine. We'll see about that. Okay, back to the show. This I saw all over the place, but the headlines still make me laugh. Rita Ora's milk bath manicure is as classic as can be. It's like, what's going What's classic about this? Am I missing something? Not only is it not classic, it's like extremely trendy. Like it's like a it's like a very it's like specific brand new. trend. You know, like mm-hmm. her, she got like a white manicure that kind of like looks like milk or something. Au revoir, Paris. Rita Ora showcases her washboard abs in a crop top and a miniskirt as she carries a 20,000 pound Hermes bag as her luxurious French holiday comes to an end. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns for Who's There, our Friday show. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, an occasional newsletter, and more. Thank you to Katie and Erica of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. Uh, buy my first novel, The Old Place, wherever you get your books. Pre-order it. Uh, it comes out September 20th. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Same it.